0: Good day, listener, and welcome to another episode of Everyday Parents, A Day in the Life podcast. Now, normally I would have said that intro with an Australian accent, but I don't want to offend our upcoming guest here because he actually has an Australian accent. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from New Zealand via Australia with a six-year-old and a three-year-old, it's Des. <laughs>
1: Welcome, Des, and thank you for joining us today.
2: Thank you for let's, having me.
1: Yeah, let's start out hearing a little bit about your family.
2: Cool. Uh, so I've got two kids. Uh, my old, my oldest is a boy, Roy. Uh, he goes to school. Um, school is probably a block away from home, so it's quite handy. So I have a wee girl as well, Valentina. She's just turned three um, she goes to childcare um for four days a week. Um and she's just up the hill. So they're very they're very close to where I live and work. So it's kinda handy. Yeah. And how old so,
1: is your how old's your oldest?
2: Uh he's six. Six years old now. So he's just he's just sort of starting his second year of school now. So
0: Okay, and you said that Valentina's three.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Just turned three.
1: And who else lives with you and the
2: kids? Uh, just my partner, Lau. So she's a um, full-time worker now. So she's doing the full-time work. I did that for many years and now she's doing it. So she's studying um, to be a quantity surveyor and she's working with a, a quantity surveying company right now while she studies. So it's very, very good, um, but what, pretty challenging. What is
1: quantity, what is quantity surveying?
2: yeah basically they do all the um, preparation, paperwork and uh, like buying, selling, checking the uh, buying um, product and checking the um, that building and construction projects are on you know on track. so they do all the the stuff that's not physical on sites <laughs> generally speaking. then um, spec out stuff for tenders and things like that. so it's fair, it's fairly it's a fairly involved thing. You've got to understand plans. You got to understand um, how the contractors work, how the whole system works, basically, and how to make it most efficient. So it's it's challenging. So yeah.
0: So we could cover a bit of this in the intro, but I want to talk about it now, uh, just so the listeners <laughs> are aware. Caitlin and I met Des back in two thousand fifteen when we were living in New Zealand. We mm-hmm. had answered an ad for tabletop gaming participants. And that's how we met you. And I think so. We only lived in New Zealand for about six months. And I think right as we left, uh, Lau was was Lau pregnant then, or was that after we left?
2: I believe so. Yeah. I mean, Roy was born in um 2016. Is it? And I we think. we left in June of 2016. <laughs> I should know this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, he was born May 2016. So yeah, I think she was probably um had a bun in the oven then okay but <laughs> just as you were leaving
1: <laughs>
0: okay yeah i remember Any... i remember a lot of late nights while we were there so i know roy wasn't in the picture oh, no. yet <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah late nights are very different these days oh man <laughs> they usually involve anything a child <laughs>
1: uh yeah so anything of...
0: sorry we've sorry. so we've we've hung out with des i think once in the years since then but other than a quick visit i think in 20 17 or something we haven't seen him since Mm. then so this is yeah is very exciting for me (laughs) yep me too (laughs) oh man it's great to see you
2: yeah yeah you you guys
0: too awesome all right caitlin you can
1: yeah uh anything of note about the pregnancies or birth uh for your partner that Um, she would be comfortable with you sharing
2: yeah yeah sure um, so Roy was born down at in Invercargill hospital, um, which is the closest base hospital. It's two and a half hours drive away from here where we live in Queenstown. Um, we decided to go to the base hospital for our first one. Cause you just don't know what complications are going to be and how it's going to go. Pretty easy birth, natural birth, all things considered. Um, you know, first one, you just don't know what's happening. You just kind of like, oh. So it's, it's kind of, you know, you do, you, you do the best you can and we got through it and yeah, now, and Roy is excellent, perfect, healthy, um, and that you can't ask more than that. Uh, and then Valentina, we decided that we wanted to have her up here in Queenstown. So we just had her in Queenstown hospital and just as well, we did because it was like a 40 minute labor. <laughs> it wow. is, uh, insane. Yeah, Uh, we just, like, basically, she started having contractions, jumped in the car, drove as quickly as I possibly could to the hospital, and then, yeah, like, I was expecting to be there for a while, starting to settle in, then, oh, she's here. (laughs) So it was kind of like, wow, that was quick. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I was a second one. They often say that's the case, but, yeah. Um, no. So both natural births, both... uh, uncomplicated natural births so we've been very very lucky
1: right and so you mentioned that you live in queenstown um do you want to share a little bit about your house your neighborhood
2: yeah so we live in uh probably what's called what the one of the only suburb type places around queenstown now it's probably very different from when you guys were here it's very um it's quite a lot more buildings gone on um there's quite a lot more um big housing estates outside of the main town um very rarely do we have to go into town for anything these days so there's uh we live in a pretty family oriented neighborhood we've got great neighbors um that we hang out with kids are around about the same age they all play together uh some of them go to school together yeah and it's uh, and as i said like everything is really close school's really close there's a, a medical center and a doctor within uh, within walking distance there's a shop within walking distance now uh, there's a pub within walking distance, so that's handy as well, and it's very yeah. <laughs> fam, it's very kid friendly, um, so you can take the kids can ta- go there and run around and go mental, and it's awesome. Um, so yeah, very family oriented and like set up for young families around here. So very very lucky there as well.
0: There was recently a pretty big lottery jackpot in America. It was like over a billion dollars. And- wow. I would buy a ticket and then I would just go <laughs> on international real estate and I would start poking around Queenstown just, and it is, <laughs> I can just tell by what's listed there. I'm like, I don't think any of this, any of this was there last time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, we were very lucky to get our, our place when we did um, we got in before the market just went nuts um, a couple of years before COVID. Um, and yeah, it's still it's pretty well down here. I mean, there's, even there's more housing estates coming. There's more infrastructure coming. There's big changes to downtown coming. So it's all very good for us here. So
1: you talked about what Lau's doing now, working full time. Um, mm-hmm. What? How are you filling your days?
2: Uh, so I'm I'm a musician at the moment. <laughs> so I I I will play in a covers band in Queenstown itself. Uh, we try and play a couple of times a month. Uh, do a, do private gigs, um, try and do afternoons. I try not to do late nights because the kids don't, the kids don't care if you've worked till two or three in the morning, they don't care. You get up and you still got to get up and look after them. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, we're just about to kick into that season again. We've got gigs starting to line up from September. We just had a break because the guitarist just had a, a baby, very new baby. And we've just um, had a a change of personnel with bass players. Uh, I'm also in another project that um, called Engines of Ages, uh, which is another musical project. And we've released some stuff um, through Bandcamp, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Um, And I've got another EP that I'm working on at the moment with them. Uh, Aside from that, I am studying to be a full-stack developer. Web developer, to develop web apps. I have got a few things. Oh, well, my most of my projects involve some sort of web presence, so I'm trying to build that profile now. Uh, and I like doing that stuff, so that's good. And other than that, writing, just been right. I've got some products that are going to go up on DM's Guild in the next week, and then for for my because I'm trying to start a publishing company as well. Um, and I've got quite a few projects lined up with that publishing company. And other than that, just writing, doing SEO writing, um, copywriting. Yeah. Just I'm right into the gig economy these days. Yeah. I like, I like working for myself. I like working. Uh, I like, um, I used to run one of the biggest employers in Queenstown and I'm just so over working with people <laughs> like in that capacity. Like we, I was running the uh, a construction recruitment company here in Queenstown for like thirteen years, and I've I've had it. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: had enough of that. I remember that. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm just doing what I want to do and doing creative stuff at the moment because I can. Yep. I've, I've got that luxury. Awesome.
0: So that's exactly. Yeah. I, I was doing audio books right before COVID, and then a little bit before oh, nice. Charlie was born too. Yeah, the booth I'm in, I had set up for yep. doing audio books before that. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet situation if you can work your way into it.
2: Yeah, totally. Yep. You got to do it, eh? Because if there's I mean, the thing is, I got completely burnt out from my job after 13 years of, of doing that, and for wearing many, many hats and having to change hats at the drop of a hat. So I, um, yeah, after 13 years, I got burnt out and I needed to take some time. So I took a good amount of time off and just pretty much looked after the kids during that time and got my health back. And now that my health's starting to come back, I'm just really working on these businesses and these projects that I've been ticking away on for many years including a book i've written that i haven't <laughs> managed to get edited yet so all that's happening at the moment
0: <laughs> i will say of all the tabletop game masters that we've had over the years and maybe it's just because you were my first but you, you <laughs> were my most vivid and my most favorite no offense everyone <laughs> yeah. else
2: awesome awesome <laughs> Like me? great to hear. <laughs>
0: yeah no offense my yeah. wife <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you never yeah. forget your first. Nope.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, if we ever get time to do an online thing, I'm pretty competent with the whole framework these days, but obviously our times, are it's hard to make that work. <laughs> yeah. In the U S and New Zealand.
1: Who are your biggest supporters uh, in terms of family, friends, and how often do you see them?
2: Uh, we don't have any family in Queenstown. So we have our surrogate families between where we basically hardly any of the parents in Queenstown have family here unless they're from here and they're, and they're in the minority so a lot of us share uh, parenting and swap babysitting and um, yeah just you know you, sometimes you've got to text someone and say hey can you pick up Roy from school because I'm stuck here and then that's it's we've got a pretty cool setup where we uh, interact there so there's quite a lot of the other parents we get we we have um, deals with um, that where we help each other out. So it's good. And neighbors as well. No, good neighbors. As I say, we'll, we'll look after their kids when they need it. They look after ours when we need it. Um, and yeah, I mean, co- uh, like it's, it's a good setup, quite different to not having family around, obviously. And I mean, you know, babysitters, because you want to hang out with your friends, you don't want to look after kids all the time. You got to pay babysitters and they are not cheap. <laughs> So, which is, they shouldn't be, to be fair.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard work. So, yeah. um, you want to share like where you and your partner are from and maybe how often you see your family, if at all, it's quite a distance. Yep.
2: Sure thing. Um, so, I'm from Australia originally. I've been in New Zealand for 15 odd years. Uh, my partner Lau is from Argentina. She's been in, we met in New Zealand, we met in Queenstown um, 14 years ago. And she has been uh, in New Zealand for a year longer than I have. We lived in Queenstown um, well, for a while. We got together as she was leaving Queenstown. We did the long distance thing for a while. And then I moved to Christchurch, both lived in Christchurch for a while. And then the earthquakes hit Christchurch and that sent us back here again because um, my partner's work got destroyed and we were taking a fairly long holiday break after that as well to go to Argentina and Australia. Um, and then we moved back here f- I think 13 years ago, I think I calculated. So where is it? 13 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. No, 11 years ago we moved back here. That's right. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, so and see, see family. Um, well, I haven't seen my family since COVID, um, Lau has family in New Zealand. She has uh, a sister and the, and her family in um, Christchurch, and she has a brother in Wellington and his family. So that's, that's good because we do see them oh, every few months. We catch up with them. Um, we have good friends in Christchurch that we try and catch up with every few months as well. So they're basically like uncles and aunties to our kids, and they were um, uh, people that we knew from Queenstown. I mean, that's – That's it. We've got close friends here too. So, yeah. We all have kids around about the same age these days. So, it's kind of handy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think we've got like 10 people now who are expecting kids in the next four months.
2: Yeah. Oh, nice. That's good.
0: Nothing else to do during COVID.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Rona Rona babies. Yep.
1: (laughs) Let's dive into your daily routine. What time Damn. does your day start and what happens?
2: Uh, we kick off our day usually around about seven. We're pretty lucky in that regard. Um, so this morning i get up with the kids. Uh, wait, sometimes i get up with the kids in the morning. Sometimes I get up with kids in the morning. It's kind of, we try and alternate just to make sure that we both have time to, to rest and recuperate. I got up with the kids this morning. Uh, Around seven o'clock, um, made Roy's lunch, um, let him watch a little bit of TV. And then after, he, the, after that, I got him to sit down, have breakfast, get changed, um, talking about the day and what we're going to do. Got his sister up. Um, and yeah, we would. I was just playing with her for a little while in the, in the morning before she went to childcare. Uh, Lau then took them off to school and childcare at about 20 past eight this morning
1: what kind of childcare does your daughter go to?
2: Okay. So she goes to a, um, she goes to a, a very good childcare um, gems, uh, which is at the top of the hill, as, as I said, um, they are very um, exploration and nature based in terms of what they do with the kids. They have, they take them to farm school when they're four and things like that as well. So it's quite a, it's a it's a good setup, good community, really good teachers, um, easy to deal with. Uh she goes there from eight thirty to um three fifteen. I usually pick her at three fifteen, just straight after school. Yeah, for on uh, on Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, Friday. Now i keep her home on Wednesday, and I've found that if we if she goes three days in a uh, three days in a week or more than three days in a week, she tends to get ill. It's just, I mean, I know kids get sick all the time, but it's just, especially during winter. But um, yeah, if I found that if she goes too many days in a row, she tends to get ill more regularly. So it's, I have a, I have her on Wednesday at home and then we're going, we go we going do stuff. Oh, so interesting. this, this, We've got swimming on Wednesday and then we go, and then we go to, she's starting music lessons on Wednesday as well. So it'll be cool. So, but yeah, that's, that's it. So our day starts seven ish. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it might be later. Sometimes it might be earlier. You know, what kids are alike. Sometimes I just, don't. sometimes they get up early and they just don't want to go back to bed. So you're just like, well, there's no point in me being in bed. I might as well get up and start the day About around three We're all home. Um, I'll generally give them some, a chance to chill out and do whatever they feel like doing for, um, 45 minutes or so. I'll try and knock out another half hour of work or wrap up whatever I was doing before I went to pick them up. And then I'll get in, play, uh, play with them, do homework, um, educational stuff, and then, uh, start on dinner. So
1: in that time, like, do they also, do they play together pretty well? Like what's the sibling dynamic like right now?
2: Sibling dynamic is good right now. Um, they um, she was a little bit little before. Like my daughter was a little bit little before. Now they're in a really good situation. Like my son's super cruisy. <laughs> like he, he's super cruisy, and my daughter's very like um bossy. <laughs> so they 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 that dynamic works really well though. So they they kind of feed off each other. Um, pretty much every day they'll go and build a um they will go and build a fort in the lounge room or um, when the weather's nice, they'll be out and, uh, on trampoline playing games or out in the backyard. Yeah, no, they get on really well. They'll, they'll paint, they'll, they'll build Lego together. They'll paint together. They'll yeah. I mean, they, they like doing their own things as well. Roy's learning drums. So oh, I take him to drums. Boy. I, I take him to, I take him to drums tonight. He likes to, he, he, they, they both love music, which is great. Cause I've, I've, instilled that in them early and yeah so we'll we'll listen to music together have dance around the house together whatever um Lau gets home around about six um most days she's usually a bit earlier on Fridays um so I usually have dinner ready probably around about sort of six thirty or something give her a chance to chill out hang out with the kids for a bit and then, does everybody
1: kind of eat the same thing for dinner what are that like uh, are the kids picky or are they pretty open to whatever
2: yeah i mean we're they're not as picky as some kids uh i know that for a fact but they and they'll generally most of the stuff i try and cater to them quite as a bit as well uh and try and make meals that i think they'll like but i also make them try stuff that they wouldn't normally try so i mean last night we had korean food that i made we've got a, a great little device called a thermomix now so it's like a cooking robot so I was like, I've got steak. What am I gonna do? So I put <laughs> put in steak on the machine, and it has. I have a look through all the recipes and go, oh, that sounds good. And I'll make that. So I made something called bibimbap yesterday. Then I don't, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of it before.
1: Korean. I heard yeah, of it? Never just, had it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I made it with what I had available. I didn't have any kimchi, and I didn't have um, any Korean red chili paste. But I made do with what every I had. Everything else, so that was fine so yeah that was good um sorry what was the question i've digressed
1: yeah they're was, all eating what, the same like, stuff
2: oh yeah, yeah we're all eating the same stuff yeah uh, and i mean obviously sometimes they take a bit of cajol- cajoling sometimes there's a bit of negotiation sometimes it takes a bit of um you know you've uh my daughter she's a good eater but she likes she's a grazer she likes to graze throughout the day so when we get to dinner time sometimes she's You know, she'll eat a little bit and then she'll run off and play and then she'll come back and eat a little bit and then she'll run off and play. And it's just, it's frustrating, but you know, that's, you just got to roll with it sometimes. Um, My son's a good eater. So he just usually smashes whatever he's got to eat and then goes, goes Mm -hmm. back to what he was doing before dinner. Then we do bath time or shower time, throw them both in the bath or the shower. Story time, um, bit of wind down time. They get after that. So they go to bed at eight o'clock. Um, r- largely due to the fact that when I was working, I wouldn't get home until 6.30, uh, 6.30 um, most days, sometimes 7. So if they went to bed earlier than that, I would never see them. So because I would leave in the morning before they right. got up. So I'd be, I'd be up at like uh, 5.50, 6 o'clock and gone from the house by 6.45 or something or six uh, 6.40 because I used to start work at 7 in, t- uh, in town. So I I wouldn't see them in the morning, and then I'd get home. You know, sometimes seven thirty. So I wouldn't uh, or uh, I wouldn't see them if they mm-hmm. if they went to bed early any earlier than um eight. And it's similar with with Lao. She gets home around six, so she's got a bit of extra time. But they're in that pattern of going to bed at eight o'clock. Um, and that's yeah, a, it's a good time for us. So,
1: do they have any like? I don't know, preference now towards Lau when she's home in the evening, since they're with you more during the day, or do you not really notice that? Uh,
2: no, there's no, no sort of, I mean, I think it's, it's good because I think they're much more, uh, I've got a much better relationship with them now because I see them a lot more. Um, so they come to me for a lot more stuff than they used to. Um, it's not just, you know, help me do this dad. It's just, yeah, it, they'll, they'll actually come to me and talk to me about stuff. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, but at night times, uh, if they wake up in the night, they're always wanting lau, and that's, it's, that's, they're always wanting mum. Um, and that's, I mean, I, I still go, if she's not, if she's not there, like if she goes out, which very she very rarely does, um, when she, but when she does go out, then they're fine with just, with just me. But when they know she's there, they'll do, they'll do their best to make sure they have her. So I, I'll go in and check on and they'll be like, no, nah, not you want mum. Like, nah. <laughs> I'll go back to what I was doing then. <laughs>
0: what is the process of putting them to bed actually look like?
2: Uh, so we will read them stories, generally two or three stories. Sometimes I'll read Roy a comic book because he likes when I read him comic books. Um, and yeah, we'll get, we'll read for probably about 20 minutes or so. And then brush teeth tuck them in off they go but they're pretty easy pretty sometimes i'll get up a few sometimes i'll get up a few times but it just depends on how wired that wired up they are from whatever they were doing in the afternoon do they have so,
1: separate rooms or
2: yep separate rooms lao's in a um a small uh, no sorry valentina is in a smaller room at the moment <laughs> called my daughter my partner's name lao's in a
0: smaller uh, room i get <laughs> i get the big room <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Valentina's Valentina's in a, a a smaller nursery type room at the moment, but we think we're probably gonna have to move it to the largest bare room we have. And uh Roy's got his own room as well. It helps a lot, I think. And they and look, they're they're pretty good. Like they've um Valentina hasn't really stayed with other kids at night. Um Roy has stayed in rooms with other kids and they've all been out of sleep fine. So um, it's quite handy when we go away. With uh, we got, as I say, we've got a, a good friends of the family who uh, live in Christchurch, and every couple of months we'll go rent a house and somewhere, and get all the families together. And it's it's good, it's good time.
0: They sleep through the night pretty well.
2: Yeah, pretty well. I mean, my my boy probably gets up more than my girl um, yeah. at the moment. So, Valentina usually sleeps through. She had a bit of a. She's got a, She gets night terrors occasionally at the moment, but I think that's just something that happens when they're three. So yeah, just she woke up last night screaming and took about an hour to get her to settle down. And that's a rough way she to wake not, up. She didn't want a bar of me, so I was just like, All right, I'm going back to watch the Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, Valentina
1: but, uh, potty trained for overnight? Can she make it through the night? I don't know what age uh, that
2: happens. She's in a she's in nappies at night, but she usually has she's we're going through the. Counting down how many dry nappies she has. So if she gets if she gets through a couple of weeks with with dry nappies every night, then we'll just go right time for undies. Um, um, we don't push. We don't want to push. Um, I we probably tried to do things a bit early with Roy. Um, and it's just something that they figure out. <laughs> you can't really. Um, you got to expose them to it, obviously, but uh, you can't push them in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, she's been really easy so far to get out of nappies. And so hopefully the final stage of potty training will be, will go smoothly as well or diapers. You call them diapers, don't you? We yeah. call them nappies.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, Good, cool.
1: Hey folks, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast As we sort of figure out how to best do our recording, our editing, our episode flow, and all of that through these early episodes, it's really nice to know that people are listening. If you have any feedback, you can get in touch with us at our social media linked in the show notes or at everydayparentspod at gmail.com. And more than anything, we would just love for you to tell a friend about the show if you're enjoying what you're listening to.
0: wrap-up questions here so uh Mm -hmm. can you think of what you might call your biggest parenting win recently if you got away with anything or pulled something off or had a tender moment what sticks out to you
2: i mean i can always tell you the challenges but it's so hard to know if you've you've done something right (laughs) you Um, can start with
0: a challenge if you want that was the next (laughs) one so sure
2: well the biggest challenge at the moment is because um roy's going up uh with he's doing uh rippers which is uh ski school on the weekends at the moment Cause it's winter. Um, so we, we had a challenge with Valentina being sick and keeping us awake last weekend. So he ended up skipping a week, a, a weekend up the mountain. And then he went back this week. And then after his first run, he got um, downgraded to a lower class and wow. which is, and he's already been on the lifts with me. that like, he knows what he's doing. It's just, so that was a bit challenging because now he's kind of, because he had a fall when he was on the lift with me, he's he's now got a little bit of a phobia about the lift that just came up so working through that is challenging working through phobias with the kids and stuff like that
0: Queenstown is snuggled in some really beautiful mountain range there so imagine there's a yeah. lot of a lot of different classes to go with skiing to take advantage of all of yeah. that around there
2: Yeah well I mean it's it's hugely busy the whole like I mean that's the thing. You see the same parents who are in the in the school up the mountain on the weekend. So it's a like everyone does it here. You know it's um and and he he my um uh, my son's very cautious, so um quite different to his sister. He's grown up very cautious and um so he likes to take things slow and steady. So but if he's got any opportunity to pull back on something he he'll, he'll take that. So. Yeah. So this just gave him a bit of opportunity to pull back. So I'm trying to just get him into the, like, mate, you don't have to succeed at everything. You try first go, just give it a go, you know, just keep, keep trying. You know, like don't let, don't be discouraged by a little fall that, you know, did you get hurt? No. Okay. Well, don't be discouraged. Move on. Try again. We, we all fall over. Watch. I do it all the time. <laughs> so. <laughs> but so that's that's challenging bit and in terms of wins um i think my biggest win is their their music taste they've got really good taste in oh music. yeah okay um I can see that. i've never had never had the wiggles in my house so i just refuse <laughs> uh it's always it's always been um like I, the band i play with in Queensland's a classic rock band so they've been exposed to a lot of those songs and then so you know they love Queen and stuff like that, which is great. Nice. Um my son's favorite song at the moment is uh Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, nice. By by Elo. He yep. loves that song. And my daughter's favorite song is uh Diggy Diggy Hole by um Windrose. Windrose, that's right. Ah. And it's like a, um it's it's dwarven dwarven metal.
0: <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin, throw that in <laughs> yeah. the show notes.
2: <laughs> yeah, she loves <laughs> She loves it. Windrose. Diggy diggy hole. In fact, every kid I played it for has loved it. So Wait. and I, I I messaged the ba- I messaged the band and told them like you've got a lot to answer for.
0: <laughs> uh, so you said Roy plays the drums. I don't think you said what instrument you play in the band. Or what do you uh, I your...
2: Yeah, I sing mainly. I'm mainly a singer. Okay. I see uh, you have some
0: guitars behind
2: you though. Yeah, yeah, I play guitar badly, but um okay. <laughs> I can I can I can wrestle a few chords out of them um and i mean i have to play a bit of percussion and things like that i'm starting to learn blues harmonica so um yeah i'm pretty keen to do uh to get into doing more blues because i love blues um but yeah but uh, the band the band i the, the the music i write is more psychedelic rock um sort of on the heavier end and the the music i play in in town is um more uh is classic rock so like zz top the eagles um um doobie brothers okay um, very cool stuff like that yeah
1: valentina's starting music classes is that just like a general music class or is she doing an instrument
2: no it's like a it's like a muck around music class for two to five year olds so basically expose them to making noise with instruments and and you know what music is i'm interested to see sounds like you've
1: got got a pretty busy weekly schedule then with all their activities and classes and school and
2: yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I've we've consciously don't want to overload them because so many kids these days end up with doing like four different activities and stuff like that. And they don't get time to be kids. So we're, we're just like, you know what we uh, like a cultural activity and an athletic activity is enough. Like for what, for, for one kid, I think. So, I mean, Roy plays rugby, uh, he's at now, which he enjoys. Um, so rugby season off is off for the kids at the moment. So he's up at ski school now. Uh, when he finishes that, we'll probably put him back into swimming for a bit. Um, so he does. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Valentina, we ha- she doesn't do swimming class at the moment. We just haven't found it to be that useful for kids her age. So I just take her down the pool once a week or we take her down the pool twice a week. Yeah. Um, we're just, just, st- to keep her-
0: just starting to dip Charlie into the pool and, like, get her used yeah. to the feel of it
2: yeah yeah
0: all right so just... that's some stuff that you do uh or that's a challenge and a win but mm-hmm. what do you do to take time for yourself throughout a week or what do you and loud do or
2: we try and go to we try and go to shows together like with anything sort of any shows that happen here um like we've got a we've got tickets to see this um uh acoustic Radiohead show um which is on in town like there's some really good musicians in this town uh and we so we try and support them as well, we try and support local music. And I I know a lot of them, which is quite kind of good too, because then you go get to go see your, your mates play and have a good night. Um so we try and do that uh every probably once a month, every couple of weeks. Um we try and get out with the family every couple of weeks to go and do something out. It's pretty challenging because lao has got study to do, so it we end up splitting our time with the kids. So I'm I'm and I'm trying to study as well. So we try and (laughs) when I'm on my way, when I'm away practicing uh, with the band or rehearsing with the band, she's got to do stuff with the kids. And when she's studying, then, um, I've got to, I've got to take stuff for the kids. So we try and, we try and make sure we make time for each other and for the, for the kids as well with, you know, every, every couple of weeks, at least every month. And otherwise I'd play in D and D &D a couple of times a week. I'm not interested in going out (laughs) at all. Um, it's just not just not my scene. I just like I I like I mean when I when I say going out going out to pubs and stuff right. like that to just doesn't interest me at all.
0: No pig and whistle.
2: No, oh hell no. <laughs> 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 no, I mean if I, I'm I mean it's I'm lucky if I get to go out with the with the boys you know once every couple of months. But I mean that's okay. I catch up with the boys playing D and D, and um, you know I'll have a couple of beers at home while I play D and D but you know. you know about three beers is my limit these days so and that's that's it and i'm ready for a snooze
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it doesn't take much d and d to to you know satisfy some personal time requirements but it doesn't take yeah. doesn't take much beer either so
2: no <laughs> true <laughs> so i get to combine the two yeah that's my re- relaxation time And i do the exact <laughs>
0: same thing and podcast <laughs> i uh that's what I do was... for
2: rela- relaxation
0: I was feeding Charlie and we have like an Amazon Alexa linked to our Spotify and so you can just shout songs at her and she'll play. And for I'm not like a big Dead Kennedys fan per se but I wanted to hear Police Truck and so I was like I forgot the name of the song so I was like Alexa play Fire Truck and she's like playing Fire Truck and I was like right away after the first chord I was like this isn't the Dead Kennedys and it ended up being a child song anyways like it was a children's artist named Ivan Alls and the song kicks ass. So we stu- yeah. We stumbled backwards into a really fun children's song. And whenever those first chords come on now, Charlie's leg starts kicking and her head starts <laughs> swinging. So I tried to give yeah. her, you know, some some punk rock or whatever and ended up with children's music anyways.
1: Yeah, oh, I know it? you mentioned like giving your kids your good musical taste. And like, I don't know, I feel like over the last few years my musical taste has just eroded to nonsense. And I'm like, I kinda hope she explores beyond what, what we introduced to her.
2: Now I, I used to play at the age that your um your daughter is now, I used to play uh Ween Ocean Man. <laughs> I for played my that son. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he, he loves it. He loves it. So and hard. that's and that's that was his favorite song for a while.
0: Her middle name um, is, well, her name, Charlie Ann, which I could just sub in for Ocean Man, so I'll sing it to her, but with Charlie Ann in the chorus.
2: <laughs> nice. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a Universal Kids song. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's.
0: It was really weird that you mentioned that, because the way it came into my life was like uh, just a weird coincidence, too, that I guess it's from like a SpongeBob movie, or I don't even know how it showed up, but... But, or that song was, but then they were like, no, no, like, you're not giving Ween enough respect. Like, Ween is Ween is deep stuff.
2: <laughs> it sure is. All
0: right, well, cool, man. Thanks so much for Excellent. showing us uh, what a day in your life looks like.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, so, I mentioned in the episode how we knew Dez, and we haven't talked to him in very many years, and I almost couldn't Listen to the things he was saying because I was so excited to pepper him with personal questions that only you and I would care for the answers to really miss that guy.
1: Yeah, I like hearing about life as like an immigrant and parenting and especially like for them being in a city like Des mentioned that is so highly immigrated to, like, it's very easy to build that community really quickly in a way that I think a lot of immigrants don't necessarily get. That's
0: a really good point. Wow. Look at you. Um, When we moved there, well, we lived there for six months. When we lived there, we made a ton of friends who spoke a ton of different languages very quickly that place was amazing. If you listener have a second, you should just type Queenstown, New Zealand into Google and then spend a few minutes looking at the images tab because it's obscene. Just filthy beautiful. Jealous that he gets to wake up there every day. Yeah. At, at seven AM. I'd wake up at <laughs> I'd wake up at five A. M. if I could be there. No knock against Lansing, but
1: <laughs> That's not even comparing like apples and oranges. That's like comparing Apples and...
0: It's like comparing hay bales and
1: refrigerators. (laughs) It's like comparing Lansing and Queenstown. Just don't... Just if you're in Lansing, just don't do it.
0: (laughs) You can't even compare something to comparing those two things because it's literally incomparable. (laughs) All right. Thank you for tuning in. Join us in two weeks when we talk to one Barack and Michelle Obama about bringing up children in the White House.
1: If only but maybe we could get enough clout for that one day if you take some time to share the show with a friend we would really appreciate it because somebody's into it maybe it's somebody you know
0: right now we just have trump clout and i'm passing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>